Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, uh, you knew it because a flyer was made by uh, him, <laughs> you know, by his truly. Um, we got the hip-hop artist Joshua Jenkins in the house with me here today. Uh, his new album, Darnell's Way, just came out this past summer, and we're here to talk about his artistry and why he does what he does. So... Josh, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. How are you? Good, man. Very, very high spirits. Um, you know, just uh, keeping keeping myself balanced spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Uh, do a lot more Tai Chi. Uh, tai Chi. More yeah. meditation. Nice. Um, and just just keeping my head narrow. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, God knows we all have uh, minds that go a million miles an hour. Yeah, so that's my. I have one of those. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to be having those grounding mechanisms and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. Mm. But um, yeah, what'd you do today so far? Uh, today, uh, pretty much, uh, with my queen, uh, woke, woke the boys up, uh, get ready for the practice game. Uh, oh yeah, true. Uh, it is Sunday. Right? Yes, three twenty-five. I'm like, man, <laughs> I better win this game today. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but yes, Sundays usually the chill days. Yeah. What? Because nice. I Monday through Saturday, I would say it's just straight, just overdrive. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Totally, man. Well, um, well, uh, yeah. I man, I I don't have a nine to five or anything, so like I kind of treat every day like pretty much is the same. It's just I either work or I don't. Right. You know, yeah. Sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but most days, whether I do work or not, I'm doing podcasts. So. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we uh, discuss love and fear through mm -hmm. our passionate and creative minds. Uh, you, um, I know that, you know, not only are you a, an artist, but I know that you're also, um, you're an activist. Uh, you um, are a, a man of, uh, of strong passion um, mm -hmm. and empowerment. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, so I guess to start... Um, uh, so you said um, we you've been uh, rapping since you were seven. Mm. Uh, I guess tell me a little bit about like I guess like uh, what you saw in it like from a young age like where you decided to, to embark on this creative journey for yourself like where'd you find it as an outlet? For me, it definitely uh, I had a I had a I want to say a very unfortunate childhood. Uh, you know, of course I have you know great parents, but I, I dealt with a lot of abuse and things of that nature, mm -hmm. and I. It was like my only way to vocalize my discretion. And mm -hmm. um, I mean, my first grade teacher, uh, Mr. Williams, we were still close to this day. Uh, shout out to Mr. Williams, he still works mm -hmm. at Brownie Elementary. He taught me how to play the drum set in djembe. Nice. And I was like, man, I can take my anger out on the djembe by drumming, beating it, then I can play the drum set. And then I remember on Garfield, uh, Garfield Fest, it's the first time I ever picked up the mic and performed and I was around eight or nine at the time. And, um, I just remember that, that, that feeling of comfort I had of being on stage on the microphone, but mm -hmm. even all these people watching me is that as if they wasn't even there. Yeah. It was just uh, like, and I had freestyle on stage. It was like, man, just go, go do it. And I have a picture from that day as well. And I was just like, wow, like this is it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> this is right. definitely it. You know, it, it made me feel good. I'm like, 
And I, and I always just think to myself, like, what if you just woke up one day and you wasn't able to talk? You know, you got people may, that may be disrespecting you or asking questions and trying to understand your perspective on something. Just imagine if you wasn't able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to articulate not only my discretion, but, you know, things I see around the world uh, that are very extremely prominent issues that I, I really take dear to life because it's happened to me personally in my life. So that that's where that passion comes in. So we collect all collectively with that uh, music, any type of form of arts, performing arts, even acting or rapping or poetry, those are my go-to. To, awesome. Yeah. To yeah, lay, lay everything out. Totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Getting that, having that, like, um, comfortability with it, like, right away, Mm. like, not even, it's like whether the crowd was there or not, Mm. you know, you were just feeling in your element, Mm. uh, definitely is sort of like... Avatar. Yeah, yeah, right, (laughs) exactly. Um, It's very clearly indicative that, you know, you, that you would, you, you connected with it, like, really quickly, like, you didn't have to, like force yourself to find any sort of passion with it or anything like it was just very like natural right yeah and and i think a part of that too is like my whole family on both sides is like they have some type of musical talent like my sure. my father he's a he's a extraordinary singer producer he can play guitar piano uh my brother he can sing i can i can sing as well um my cousins can sing my auntie can sing Everybody can yeah. sing or rap, like yeah, it's just right, like right. across the board. Like we're down there, be a whole label by ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> like, true. That's how many talented people yeah. I have in my family. Hell yeah! And so like with that, with that being so intrinsic, you know, in, in the bloodline, and then me being exposed to it at a very young age, it's just, I just connected. Mm-hmm. Totally. So how would you uh, start? I guess like with with growing up mm-hmm. and uh, you know continuing to. Uh, you know, experience more in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess finding and as you know, you got more mature and older. I guess like, uh, like how would you like how would you continue to uh, utilize it uh, mm-hmm. growing up? Definitely for me, um, with the part of activism and the things that I do, I always discuss topics of mental health. Uh, and, and how to navigate things that are painful in a therapeutic way naturally instead mm-hmm. of relying on substances because at the end of the day we, we're human and sometimes we can't talk to a person and I understand what it's like man let me go smoke a blunt right quick or do something else to you know feel better so for me I, I, I grow every day so yeah. with me growing every day my I sharpen my skills every day my, my talents every day because I just I want to be one of the greatest in the world to ever do it. Like you just you can't touch me on the microphone. Like, <laughs> like right. don't matter what setting, no matter what environment. So, uh, and I realized, like I said, as I got older, how much how powerful it is to use your words. You know, you can change somebody's life in, in a positive way, or you can destroy it. Mm-hmm. You can make them feel worse than what they already feel, or you can bring them out of their shell. And that's what. That's what makes me feel better. That's how I heal my traumas by healing other people's trauma. Oh man, that's 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 real. Um, yeah, I myself uh, am a no stranger to the mental health conversation. Yeah. Uh, so I respect that a lot. That you want to use it to, you know, really um, be a just be like a like a guiding light of sorts to people mm-hmm. that you know just don't might not be able to like find the words themselves. Right. You know. 
appreciate that. Because yeah, me personally, you know, growing up in Milwaukee, then top of my childhood, things I've seen, things I've experienced, things I've done, like I, that, that's where that PTSD comes from. Then, as I got older, you know, even recently, I was diagnosed with, you know, being bipolar because of, you know, instantly goes off from the hundred real quick because when we come from these type of malicious conditions and environments, you, you just gotta stay ready, you yeah. know, and you know, but. For me, I'm always calm because I have so many different outlets to stay calm. Even when people try to intentionally trigger me, I still like, nah, you ain't, you're not. <laughs> you're not gonna get the best of me, bro. It's just like, I'm, you're not gonna be on that side of me. I, I just redirect that energy. Any negative, any negativity, or people don't understand where I'm coming from because they never been in my shoes. I can't have that dialogue mm -hmm. with you because it's, it's just a waste of time. Yeah. Like, why would you explain yourself to somebody who never experienced what you're experiencing? Exactly. So they just right. gonna make assumptions and judge you and think that this is this that and this is that. But you never been, you never experienced this right. before. Yeah. So how would you yeah. know the answers? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Is totally. that just common sense to me? Yeah, man. That that makes total sense. Like where you you kind of like accumulate the like the 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 skills of like where to allocate your your energy to right. you know sometimes it's like like you just said like people just really truly don't understand some people just aren't they're nowhere where you're at right with it. even yeah. with their own understanding of mental illness and stuff like that it's mm -hmm. like sometimes it's like you know it's like I understand when someone's like truly like intentionally like trying to like get under my skin versus yeah, like definitely. When, versus yeah. like when mm -hmm. someone's just talking shit. And it's pretty meaningless. You kind of like it's like a take it or leave right. it kind of. And thing. that says that you have emotional intelligence as well because mm -hmm. you can use your discernment. And be like, ah, right, he's just fucking right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm just sensitive. Right, you know, right. all yeah. that things, all internalized shit. But it really means nothing in the long run. Versus like someone's actually like really um, saying very um, like uh, harmful or destructive things yeah, that are actually right, so, going yeah. that are gonna like actually like. Mm. That could be an interference to right. my own perceptions, right. mm -hmm. your own perceptions mm -hmm. of like yourself or you know this life or what what have you. So like, um, and that that a lot will come from those you love or care about the most mm -hmm. are the ones that can hurt you the most. Uh, yeah, which, that's that's right on the money because if, if you don't love them and they don't love you, why would their words be so effective to you? Mm -hmm. If you don't care about them, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. That's a great point. Yeah, it's like I mean, we yeah, we we are most sensitive to the things we value most, and it's like, you know, that's why I get most like sensitive and in my head when I get when um, I'm in conflict with like my best friends or my family because it's like it's like understand me, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to get you. Right. I'm like, <laughs> how do I explain it, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many times? Right, but those are also those can be the ones where it's like. They know you. They can also be the ones that can be your greatest uh, companions with, right. like, mm -hmm. you know, finding that direction. It's mm -hmm. like your best friends will tell you when you're fucking up, and they should. And if they're not challenging you or holding you accountable, then, then that's just not that's not real friendship. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because then it's like you know they're yes man. Yeah. Yes man. Yeah. <laughs> Which I have been a yes man in the past, and it's 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 another uh, something that comes with self awareness is knowing it's like when. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of like, fuck it, right? When when yeah. you're, you're right when you're, you just tell people what they want to hear versus right. like you know what they need to hear, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, like, uh, how did uh, 
how did you continue growing into uh, the craft of music? Because I know you're on your, you just dropped your, was it your third album? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you dropped one uh, each year. Yeah, the last couple of years. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, like, uh, I guess, like, where did uh, your passion, your, you know, your, um, your, your, talents and everything like where did that come into like actual the craft of music yeah definitely i like for me uh i'm a i'm a true student of everything like mm -hmm. i like every day i was just study and when i love something or i'm interested in something i study it hard and i really yeah. study the culture hip-hop like what it means to be great mm -hmm. you know having the knowledge of you know english the literary devices uh, how to articulate yourself punch lines things of that nature yeah. so for me like Man, it's just like my brain. Like, I, like I said earlier, I'm working. It's like a million miles per hour because it's like it's it's like it's beats in my head, mm -hmm. and like yeah. like right now, even talking to you, like I'm rapping to an instrumental in my head right now. You saying we're gonna sample a nice, <laughs> nice guy uh, conversation? Right, right, right. <laughs> because it's like you know, like. My dad told me, you know, if you want to be great, you got to study the greats. And that's what I did. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a difference between studying somebody and copying them. Exactly. You know, so right. I, I study, I study like my favorite MCs, like Royce 5-9, Eminem, Andre D. Stacks, uh, Kendrick, Common, Nas, like, yay. Like, yeah. super, yeah. super, like, I don't give a fuck what you used to. I'm right. going to just say what I'm going to say. Right. But yeah. ruthless on the mic. And, man, that, that for me... I get in this zone where I just cannot stop creating, mm -hmm. and I, I think when I when I first like finally invested into myself and made that first album, I made Redemption like and just really divulged everything I've been holding on to for like for those like 17, 18 years of my life. Yeah, I think yeah. I was eighteen when I made Redemption. Uh, I just kept being in the zone. I just cannot. I'm like, dude, I got a studio every weekend. Mm. I got my, my my favorite producers like I ever met. I met him over Instagram five years ago, and we we're very close. Ooh. His name is Micah Nelson. Okay. Uh, producer named High Class Low Life Society. He has executive produced all my albums. Nice. Uh, it's a couple of different features I have. Producers named Chan from here. He's, he's fucking incredible. Uh, but like, I I think by by the time I'm like like thirty, I'm gonna have like. Twelve hours, a lot of fucking hours. A lot of, it's just right. gonna be a, a super ridiculous like catalog, and it's all quality because it comes from actual experience. Right, and I think what what probably comes with that is how you you perceive yourself as a student of life, and mm. like so you're constantly learning, you're constantly yeah. taking in more information, more mm. knowledge, more more ideas, and it's right. like you're you're ever evolving. Mm. Um, and with that comes a really intense creative drive. Yeah. So, I mean, that's fucking awesome. I mean, you, you got a lot of fucking work uh, coming along, and um, you've, um, and you just you don't stop with that. You know, it's just it's you're constantly in motion with that. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I can relate because like. Dude, like I, this becomes like an addiction almost. It like, does, man. Yeah, and it's a good addiction. It's a great addiction, <laughs> but I still, I still gotta moderate myself. Like right. there'll be times where I'm like, right, relax. I know, man. Like where I'm just fitting in so many of these episodes, or like I'm just, I like it'll, a week will go by, and I'm like, man, I haven't like just sat around and just you know relaxed and unwinded, and I can't remember last time, right. you know. And I like we when we. It's it's imperative mm. to uh, to 
to fit time in to do that as well. Yeah. Like just last night, I was at work. I work at Company Brewing, mm. and uh, it was like um, between like washing dishes and stuff. I'm just thinking, man, like uh, shit, like like. I'm thinking about all my friends, like close friends I haven't seen in a while. Man, I like need to get them on the show. How have I not like had my friends on the show more? I need to interview right, more right. of my friends. So I like booked another seven episodes. In uh, the middle of... Right, right, right. As I'm like... Yeah. I just had a light bulb go off. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. Man, these are... Man, I'm like... These dishes aren't even that fucking clean because right. I'm so distracted right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gone and bleaching it. <laughs> right. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm just, uh, so I was, I, I mean, I get that too. Like, I just get sort of like lost in it, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, like with you, it's like, you, you know, you constantly have that beat in your head and shit like that. And it's sort of like, it's very, it becomes back minded with everything you right. do, you know? Yeah. It's, and it's, 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 it's a gift and a curse because it's like when I say that it's like that type of tunnel vision that type of focus is like you like you don't really pay attention to everything else right. around you yeah I mean not, it's not that you're not it's just that you're not as attentive but yeah you, know, yeah you understand what I'm saying because like I'm, I'm always focused on everything I'm doing presently like in the now like this is the now I'm in but like I'm always thinking like damn that instrumental was fire like, yeah 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 it's a hook I'm gonna make the hook got the hook in my head then Boom, I know what I'm talking about, I know the topic, boom. Yeah. And it just, it just, it just keeps going. Totally, man. Yeah, like I, and you, you study um, your influences rather than try to emulate them. Mm -hmm. And like uh, my own experience, it's like, you know, I, I study Letterman, Conan, Joe oh, Rogan. Letterman, Rogan, those, man. Yeah, totally, man. Um, you know, uh, even Nardwar, you know, like, Classic. dude, he's, he's, they just like natural. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the way they engage their their uh, they engage each person they interview in their mm -hmm. own way. Uh, some of them are really funny. Some of them are very like more straight to the point. You know, it's like kind of taking and leaving like what applies to me mm -hmm. and like my own personality. Right. Um, and uh, also just like liking what how they just kind of have their own. Mm -hmm. um, style of uh, of making each interview authentic, right? You know? and and that's a it's really a, like awesome to see how everyone does it in their own way, in the same way and producers do, and, and artists. Likewise, because because uh, I was watching, uh, like I said, I study everything. I was watching the other podcast, yeah, and not once have I seen. And I was like, you know, he. I don't think he's trying to be anybody else, but Ben, like this is. This is Ben, like yeah. all the time, like, and this is what makes these interviews authentic because he's, he's just he's naturally he's comfortable mm -hmm. in the state. Uh, so that's something I, I appreciate watching Thank uh, you. the other podcasts you have, Marty, and previous one following. It's Thank just, it's just you're not. This is effortless, really. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Um, shout out Marty, Marty. Mar Thank you, Marty, again. I can't thank you enough because he pushed me. Like I literally locked myself out of the house and. Marty boosted me up and pushed me through my uh, bedroom window. So <laughs> Marty saved guy. Mr. Nice Guy for a day. Um, in a bad situation. In a very, yeah. It's called irony. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and yeah, and like, like this is my comfort. You know, this is my, this is my, uh, this is my safe space. This mm. is my, this, this is me. Right. Um, this like, each, each album is whether it's Darnell's way or it's Redemption, 
it's Joshua Jenkins yeah. uh, bringing his truth to his community, right. to, to his his people. You know, so um, yeah. What was the what was I guess like your first uh, time in the studio? Oh man, my f first time definitely. Uh, I remember it's like it was yesterday. Like I was thirteen, <laughs> yeah. and it was my brother's. Uh, my brother's father, uh, Michael Hagler, uh, Michael B. Hagler Jr. So his, uh, his producer name is Cool Waters. Hmm. And uh, ironically, it was a, the first song I did was actually a beat that my dad had got from a producer that he was working with hmm. at the time. Um, and I was just like, I just felt like at home. You know, it was, it was like the same feeling when, when I first stepped into the MMA cage. I was like, dude. This is like a dream come true. This is something I always want to do. Yeah, you know, I just felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. Any anytime you step into a new comfort zone, like a new area, something that's different, and you feel comfortable, you you belong there. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, like uh, what were like project to project? Like, mm -hmm. how would you describe you know your evolution of your own artistry mm -hmm. and like I guess like your like retrospects on like what each project meant to you and where you were at in life man that's woo, that's a great question <laughs> yeah. uh redemption redemption uh man it was a, it was so much stuff going on at that time i was dealing with back-to-back -back deaths personal deaths uh mm -hmm. people who were young that meant a lot to me uh my relationship between my father's tumultuous at the time uh um I had some relationship issues with my girlfriend at the time because of what she was dealing with in her household and I was dealing with my household. So it was just like everything just became overwhelming. And at the time, uh, I had to had to step out and do something for myself because I was so invested into the group and ma managing and doing the things with the group. And I never really sat back. I was like, what am I doing for myself? Yeah. yeah. You know, I've never did anything for myself. I'm always, yeah. what do you need? What, do you, yeah, what yeah. do you want? Right. What you got going on? How can I support that? Mm -hmm. But I never just like sat down with the mirror like, Josh, you need to do something for yourself. That's real, man. That's and real. Uh, when I did that, when I did Redemption, it was like, I just had this, like this, this monkey was off my back. It's like, damn, like, I finally did, I finally did something for myself. I put my all into it and so many different doors opened from that. Yeah. From that first album. I mean, it was just, it was it was amazing. It's like it's like the universe was like waiting for me to do this. Like for all the accolades and achievements and the radio play I got from that, it was like, damn, I feel like shit. This I could have been doing this, you know. It, it's okay to balance doing shit for yourself and doing stuff for other people, but you know, at the end of the day, you come first. Yeah. Your peace, your priority, that come first. And then Lionhearted was like, Okay, I'm really trying to understand myself now. I'm mm -hmm. really getting it. I'm identifying with who I want to be to this world and yeah. what I want to give to this world, which is helping. Yeah, you know, and that's made melody. You know, I made that song was inspired because uh, uh, my uncle being murdered by a police department here, uh, and and that was a that was a very traumatic thing for me, especially since you know I that wasn't the autopsy that was given to my family wasn't even the real one. You know, so it, it it hit twice as hard when I looked at the real autopsy with my family, and you know, the line hearted, it was just it was like this is me. I'm fearless. Mm -hmm. Like you, you can throw anything at me, but I'm I'm not gonna fold. You know, I'm I'm courageous. It don't matter what setting. I'm a, I'm gonna say what I want to say, 
matter who's in front, who's in the room, because I'm lying hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then Darnell's way was like, it was like, this is, I'm a fool, I'm a grown man who is unapologetically black, who is educated, who's still learning, who's still young, and wants to, wants his music to gravitate towards everyone universally, just like the culture of hip hop does, because it's all relatable. Mm-hmm. And every song I made has came from a personal experience. I, I don't never take listen to an instrumental, go in the booth and be like, I'm just making some shit on the spot, some bullshit. I, I have my shit ready in my head. Okay, this is any instrumental I listen to, I feel that mood in that instrumental, and based off that, I make the song. Mm-hmm. So, because it's just, it's just relatable and it's authentic because it's just something happened to me that made me make that song. Yeah. And so, like, I took tragedies from all my different lifetimes and made redemption, made Lionhearted, and made Darnell's way. It's like everything was with, done with true intent. Right. Not just like, I'm gonna put some shit out because mm. I feel like doing it, but more like, you have to. Right. You know, this is, it's your outlet, it's yeah. your truth. It's, just, it's really therapy, honestly. Yeah. As a, a talking to my therapist or, you know, Psychiatrist is like the, the the studio is my best way. Yeah, you know I, you can, you can hear the tone of my voice, the energy or the sadness or the happiness. It's just it's all there. Yeah, what uh so, yeah like uh, who are you uh, working with uh, on Darnell's way and like I guess like a little bit more about you know the process behind it like um, the rollout and whatnot. Yeah, it's like for me like. I'm a person, I'm a very strategic person, like, and I, I literally right now, like, all my plans in the journal, how I'm going to execute it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this past year, I, I, I had went through, I went through a lot of things back to back, dealing with death again, uh, big, uh, really bad breakup. Uh, I was, I was losing myself, you know, I was, I was very blessed, but I couldn't appreciate my blessings because I was hurting inside, you know, I was depressed, you know what I'm saying? So, like... I just got back to writing poetry, and that that's what birthed Darnell's way. I was like, you know, I need to get the shit out, like now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to get it out, and um, I was just, I just channeled in, man. I, I was giving giving my all to my job at the time, you know, being a youth organizer, and then coming home and battling what I had to battle on my own. You know, mm-hmm. and looking in the mirror, it was like, yo, you you are something. You know, don't let other people make you feel like you're not something. Yeah. Because most of the time, people who do see your light is the ones that are trying to dim it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I just I just got hungry, uh, and uh, I worked with uh, Econ Verse. He's an amazing rapper, producer, uh, also an engineer, audio engineer in uh, Milwaukee. Uh, he 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 worked with magic on that shit. Like we was we was in there just. Zone, like yeah. doing songs back to back to back, like right, yeah, going crazy, and then you know, like I said, Michael Nelson, shout out to Michael Nelson, Michael Nelson, for executive producing the album again, and then Shan with uh, making two of the coldest beats, like that came his like Ball and Energy, uh, Shan produced Ball uh, and Energy, and uh, so I really appreciate him that. Nice. Uh, shout out to all the futures on the album, uh, uh, Lay Maya. Uh, Econ, Big Bang, that's one of my favorite songs, the most streamed songs on Spotify, Big Bang. Like he, we, we just straight with bananas yeah, around right, versus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, shout out to DJ The Genius, too. He made the album cover. Oh, nice. yeah. 
because uh, I had a vision in my head. I'm like, yo, um, Joshua Jenkins is everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is this is everybody. Like, I'm because I see myself as a reflection of other people. Yeah. If I joke about you, it's because I see you. Oh, yeah. Myself. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to talk shit because yeah, that's so <laughs> like, bro, yeah, like, I yeah. see you in me, bro. Like, I understand yeah. you. Like, it's just, you know, and I know that people deal with a lot of traumatic things in their life. So mm-hmm. I was just like, man, like, this is not just an album for me. This album for everybody. Yeah. You because, just, yeah. This don't speak for me. It's really speak for everybody. Yeah. You can really see, like, when someone is uh, hurting or someone's coping mm-hmm. or somebody is um, just, uh, Responding to something in a way that you knew you were doing the same thing at mm. one point at some point in your life, right? Right. Yeah, like mm. that's that's super real. Like uh, I think I see that a lot too, because um, like I similarly to you, like I took a lot of time where I had to do a lot of like things for myself rather than like try to like you know be a people pleaser all the time, and, right? Like, mm. And uh, yeah, you you can kind of. Yeah, like when you see like someone in all in habits that were once yours, mm-hmm. you're like, man, like, uh, I'll do it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, <laughs> man. I'm, uh, I'm feeling you. Yeah, it's just like, it's just man, it's like that when you have that emotional intelligence too. At the time, I, you know, that's when I had moved out when I was like 20. I'm 22 now, from my past size, and I really when I was living by myself. I really took a lot of time with myself. It was just me, you know, like I, I spent a lot of time with battling my demons and, you know, my flaws and all and, and strengthening my weaknesses, and strengthening my flaws, and my confidence. And sometimes you really need to take that time to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just, just be with your, for yourself for, for a minute, you know, yeah. do some things for yourself, make cool. yourself feel good. Go for that jog in the morning. Yep. You know, right. like that's what I, that's what I did when I was feeling that to the dark place again, I just like, I need to be with nature. You know, mm-hmm. I jogged in the morning, I ran, I stayed in the gym, uh, I stayed in the booth. Uh, that's, that's, that's what my, it was therapeutic. Yeah, totally. Yeah, man, like, one of my favorite things to do when I need that is going out to eat by myself. Man. Love it so much, man. Denny's or Red Lobster. Right, yeah, yeah. Hey, that, even, even Oakland Euros. Oakland Euros, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just enjoy that meal by yourself and just, you know what? You're in hell. I'm, I'm pretty cool as hell, man. Right, I'm, man. Dude, I'm, I'm dope. <laughs> right, and you should you should feel that way. You should. Never, it's the difference between confidence and arrogance, of course. And people yeah. don't really understand the, the difference because when people see your confidence, they think that you're arrogant. Right. But it's just really like, bro. It took me a long time to get to a point to love myself. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the key uh, key like distinguishing characteristics of the two is self-awareness versus not Mm self-awareness like arrogance is not self-awareness because you're unaware of the space you're taking up right confidence is like you're you know very well what your boundaries are right um but like like you just said like you also know how long and how hard you worked to get to where you are right and everyone deserves that. Yeah. Um, everyone deserves because it takes a lot of humility. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of willpower and really like wanting to be better right. in order to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. Like, so who is Darnell? Oh, that's my middle name. Oh. <laughs> ah, sucker. Ah. <laughs> I see. No, but uh, yeah. Uh, 
Darnell is my middle name, and I, my, my, I remember my mom told me my middle name was. I was like, this, this the lamest middle name I've ever heard. <laughs> Who is responsible for this? Dad, mom, the hell's going on here? Right. Uh, <laughs> but I, I started, I started to like it. And I was like, man, this is, it's kind of like an alter ego. Yeah. Like Darnell is just like, he's just like merging. It's like, it's merging my my activism side my ruthless mic side and then the side that people really didn't know know because I don't really speak sexually on, on like social media I'm like yeah. like I just but it's some songs on there it's songs on there that's freaking songs on there I'm cussing people usually know me I just, I got a lot of words so I don't really cuss but I was just like y'all gonna feel me oh yeah y'all gonna yeah. feel me on this yeah. album right, <laughs> and I was right. like and I was like Darnell it's just like it's just mm. Darnell's way, like That's this dope. is this is my way. It's like it's like Naruto, like the ninja way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, what is your ninja sure. way? Like, this is my way of loving people, loving myself, and just being unapologetic for me. Oh, dope. Yeah. Love it, man. That's that's awesome. I, I do love the artwork a lot. I appreciate it. Artwork is awesome. It's just it's a bunch of I couldn't really jam like because I've done so many different community events, but I really wanted to like highlight like you know some of the young people I work with and a lot of people that I lost along the way. It was like, it's like seven people in there uh, that was like murdered that I knew personally. Yeah. And that I, that I put on the cover because I'm like, people are not speaking about them, right. but I think about them every day because I had a very close relationship with them. And I always think like how it, things would be different if they was present, but I have to live through them. You know, they have to live through me. And that's when, when, when I was in New Jersey and I moved out there, my mom was like, you know, you can't, Unfortunately, it's tough to say, but you can't die with the people that you lose mm -hmm. because they don't want you to do that. They want you to be happy, be at peace, yeah. knowing that they're in a better place. You know, you know, there's nowhere to prepare for death, but you know, you just have to, like, you know, perpetuate their spirit in the best way that you can, and don't let it eat it up as much. Yeah, man. Yeah, and the best thing you can do is is have them be a part of your legacy. Yeah. You know, and bring them in like in their spirit bringing them into ever in your the work that you're doing and and you know and that keeps them alive right in a, in a cosmic way um so um yeah what do you uh so i guess like now that the album is, is out uh like yeah i guess like what do you uh what's what are you working on now well, i mean i have a big rollout itinerary for, all the way into 2020 because I'm pushing my album for a year, mm -hmm. so you guys are gonna see a lot of visuals, pretty much visuals. From, pretty much from every every song on the album you're gonna see a visual. Mm -hmm. I already have two out. I have a uh, ball and light, so I have 13 songs in there. So you definitely will be expecting uh, 11 more videos. Wow, 11 uh, because it's a story, and I want people to like. I put my all in this, and I don't want. I it's not no shit to just throw out. And even though we live in a very microwave world now, it's shit is put out right now. Somebody dropping some other shit the next week. That's cool and all, but the effort I put into this, I, the whole world has to hear it. And I'm gonna make sure they all hear it because it's not only important for them to hear it uh, for themselves, but also for me. You know, because mm -hmm. I have a voice as well, and I'm speaking. I'm using my voice because some people are uh, are not strong or courageous to talk about the things they went through but this person can represent you that's why we have so many different artists and singers and um, 
country. Uh, we did so many different genres of music because he's, this person represents a voice mm-hmm. of an audience that they can relate to, and mm-hmm. that's how that's how I view myself. You know, I don't my mindset. I don't think for Joshua. I think for the world because when I was born and when I was younger, I always wanted to help people. What was a time where you like someone like really truly validated what you were doing and like let you know how much like your work, your music, your activism impacted them? Honestly, uh, I would say a lot of the. I have so many stories, man. But I think the ones that hit home for me the most is like uh, the young people who message me or adults or senior citizens, people that message me be like, yo, like, dude, you are fucking awesome, bro. Like, we need you, the community needs you. And when I get those messages from strangers, that's what reconfirms that, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I was supposed to do, I'm doing the right thing. But most importantly, I think it's important that you have to know individually to yourself that you feel that what you're doing is right. Mm-hmm. Because my comfort is when I talk to God, you know, because I, I I confide in so many people that I, I, I trust and love and they use that as ammunition against me. So, you know, the, the, the best compliments, the best accolades or the best appreciation that kept me moving forward is from strangers. Yeah, that's real. Because that's the hardest audience to acquire. That's the hardest uh, demographic to speak to are those mm. that don't know you personally. Right. Mm. But when they can... But they feel like they know you based right. off your podcast exactly. or your poetry or your biography or your music or your personalities, like, dude, yeah, yeah, because it, it, it's like they can see this is this is your authenticity that mm-hmm. you're wearing on your sleeve, right. um, and it's reflected in what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's also going back full circle to what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. That's you know that's how you know it was it was what you were meant to do because it felt right right away right and and i think that's a huge i always tell people there's a difference between your purpose and your calling and, and a lot of people don't really like damn like what, what is the difference between that and, and the way i look at purpose and your calling is that your calling can take you anywhere can give you any job that you need but your purpose is what you've been born to do mm-hmm. that's a good way to look at your calling can take you anywhere you were born to do you know that's that's how I look at it, and my my purpose is for me is to do music. My calling is to educate. I like that, but I'm educating through my music, right? <laughs> <laughs> or doing words. They're intertwining, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I would have thought they were synonymous uh, initially, mm. but I, I've never thought of it that way. So that's a good. Uh, some really good food for thought. Yeah, definitely. All right, Josh. Joshua Jenkins. Ben! <laughs> nice guy podcast. One of the dopest interviews you will see. Thank you. Blah, another dope interview. Because this man is amazing. Hey, listen to Darnell's way. Dope tape. One of the dopest of the year. Um, Joshua Jenkins, tell me what keeps you up at night. Uh, music. Music. Right. A whole lot of music. Thoughts. The my racing thoughts. thoughts. Yeah. What are we going to do? Study Spanish. Study German more. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. I, just, I study all the time. Yeah, you're studying, studying languages? Definitely, definitely. Uh, nice. One of the 
I was in uh, Rufus King. Oh, yeah. I had German for two years. I had Spanish, like, in elementary. But now I'm just, like, recalibrating my memorizing and reconnecting those. Nice. So I can remember it. Oh, that's awesome. Even better. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Keeping the awesome is awesome. Nice. I think it's it's just better to be uh, – it's good that to be re revisiting um, that acquired information from, like – at a time when your mind wasn't nearly mature enough to appreciate it. Right, exactly. So you got to go back to it. Yeah, yeah. More. Totally, man. That's Definitely. It's like old movies, man. Oh, yeah. Or cartoons you liked as a kid. You got to watch them as an adult. They're totally the different. Aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope as shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go back and watch Alien Coming and that just came out. It's just like, this shit is amazing. Like, science is just oh, like yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, science. Right. Um, tell me what puts you to sleep, though. Uh, meditation, uh, going to sleep with my queen. Shout out the queen. Shout out to the guys with my baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, thank you for being on the show, bro. Thank this you. was amazing. This was amazing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Listen to Darnell's Way. Um, think about what uh, you can do uh, for your community through your artistic medium. Mm-hmm. And uh, also just, you know, take care of yourself, listen to yourself, listen to your heart. Mm. Um, and be great and be great it's easy to be it's it's easy to be great but it's hard to know how to be great (laughs) thanks for watching uh (laughs) thanks for watching mr nice guy we'll see you next time